Welcome to Art for All, sponsored by Sketchbook School. As a thank you for joining us, I'd like to give you a free ebook and our monthly newsletter full of tips, recommendations, and other cool stuff. Just head over to sketchbookschool.com to claim your freebies and to learn more about our classes and workshops and our membership program. We believe that art is for everyone, and I hope our podcast inspires you to create and explore your own artistic journey. Thanks for listening. On with the show. The most important thing, I think, is that you follow your happiness, follow your bliss, follow your gut. Because if you feel like something is wrong, something is wrong, you know? And the only person who can change it is you. Welcome to Art for All, the Sketchbook School podcast. I'm your host, Danny Gregory, and I'm the author of a dozen or so books on art and creativity. I'm a sketchbook artist, and I'm the founder of Sketchbook School. In each episode of this season of Art for All, I invite a friend to talk about things that matter to us. It's the sort of unhurried conversation that we don't get enough of these days. I hope you'll enjoy it with us. Today I'm going to be talking to Kosha Kona. Kosha co-founded Sketchbook School with me back in 2013, and we worked together every day for almost seven years. But then Kosha decided to leave the company, and she's taken a new direction with her life. She's become an abstract painter, she teaches travel workshops, and she's just written a book about drawing and how it can improve your life. I'm still great friends with Kosha, and in fact, she still teaches a regular class in our Spark program. But we've never talked publicly about why she decided to leave the school and how we both felt about it and what she's been doing since. We decided it was time to sit down and chat about it. I kind of want to talk to you about your post-sketchbook school life and the idea of making a decision about where you want to go with your life. I'm interested to know what what the hell you've been doing all this time. Oh, a lot of nothing. No, that's not true. <laughs> well, I wrote this. Hello. For those who are just who are listening to this, she just held up her soon-to-be classic book, Life is Better When You Draw It. You can buy it right now. All right, excellent. And hopefully you will. <laughs> so you were obviously part of Sketchbook School from the very beginning. And, um, you know, we built it together and then there came a point, um, was it, was it two years ago? Really? It was actually before the pandemic. It was, so it was it almost was, three years was, ago. Yeah, it was 2019. So it was like the autumn yeah. of 2019 that you started to decide that, um, that you wanted to go in a new direction. Can you just talk a little bit about that time? What was that like? And what were you thinking? Uh, I was thinking that my life had been changing throughout the years that we had been working together. And I was thinking about how I wanted my life to actually be and how I wanted to fill my days. Uh, Sketchbook school kept sort of falling outside of it. It didn't fit. And it hurt really much to, um, uh, to discover that because I mean, we built sketchbook school. It was our idea and we built it up and we thought about it so well. And we, you know, we worked together so well, 
But at some point, um, I noticed that being online all the time was a little bit too much for me. And that also in combination with working in a different time zone, I felt that I was disconnected with the rest of my life. Like I was living in a parallel world and it just didn't, it didn't feel right anymore. So, um, it took a while to realize that and a lot of soul searching and it was so painful to tell you once I decided like, okay, so this is it. This is the only way to do this. Um, and I'm so glad that, you know, we got out the way we did, you know? Um, but yeah, so that was, uh, that was what happened. So that's basically yeah, it. I, mean, I was really, I was very, you know, I was obviously sad that this had come t to pass, but I was also proud of you for putting yourself first. I mean, it's, mm. it's difficult to, to be in a situation where you're, where you've built something, it's going well. Um, but you know, that you're able to look at your life objectively and say, it's taking too much away from me. And, and sketchbook school is a very demanding uh, job. It, um, when we started, I never thought it was my job either. It was going to be one of a bunch of different projects that I was going to do. And, um, it was, you know, it was, it was very demanding. You think about it all the time. There were always new things coming up. There was, we had so many artists we were working with so many, uh, students we were working with so many new ideas. It was constant. And, you know, people I, we were working with, yeah, exactly. Managing yeah, all of our staff, people. yeah, the people. Can you imagine that in the first couple of years, we both did all kinds of other stuff next to it? It was kind know, of crazy. I mean, I mean, you've done that artist in residency thing, and you wrote you wrote a few books. <laughs> it's like how it's true. I was doing it? public speaking. I was doing advertising yeah. freelancing. I mean, we were doing less in those days. We did like one course every six months. Now we do three courses a day. As if that day. wasn't a lot already, but yeah, <laughs> it's true. It is different from what yeah. it is now. Yeah. It's true. Well, mm. I'm glad that you decided to do what was right for you. I mean, I certainly wouldn't yeah. have wanted you to keep doing this if it was problematic. And honestly, there've been times that I've been in the same position you've been in where I'm just like, well, to hell with this. It's too demanding. Mm. So, mm. so you got to this point where, um, you know, it was time to, to do something different. You'd been doing schedule school for like six years, I think at that point. Right. I think it was Wasn't seven. It yeah. Seven? seven. I mean, now it's, it's going to be nine this year. So yeah, something like that. Anyway. So, so what are some of the things that you've been doing and, uh, you know, what have you been learning from them? Well, I think it was at the beginning of the year that we talked about it and then, um, we decided that I would stay on until June and then in June I would take my sabbatical. But then in the meantime, COVID happened. So that whole sabbatical with plans of traveling and taking courses and workshops in person with all these people that I wanted to, you know, learn from, that just was off the table. Um, but I actually think it was good for me because I was um really resting like you should you know if you're almost burnt out you need rest and um and i discovered all kinds of new things i started painting and discovered like a whole new artist within me next to the drawing artist there's this abstract painting artist 
who uh, I'm still discovering. But at some point I got ideas for stuff I wanted to do. And uh, at some point I started to do a little bit of writing because I had been thinking of writing a book for quite a while. And um, I made sort of a habit of writing every day. I would go out, we had this lockdown, but we could go outside. So I would go out and walk for over an hour or something. And then I would always get an idea while I was walking. Like, oh, today I could write about whatever. And then I would uh, would take some notes on my phone, just, you know, speaking it into the recording thing. And then uh, I, I would come home, home, make a cup of coffee and start writing for an hour or so. And I did that for quite a few days in a row, for quite a few weeks. And then at some point I felt like, okay, these might all be chapters. And um, that's when the book started to actually really become a project. It took about two years to write it, to actually write it and create the whole thing. And um, Right, because you did a lot of the uh, illustrations for it, and it's, it's yeah. a really rich-looking book. Um, yeah, lots of examples and Suzanne did the editing for it, and she did such an amazing job. I mean... I couldn't have, yeah, I couldn't have. And you were writing in a language that's not your natural, your your native language. Yeah, um, so is, I, is so good, and it's gotten better and better conversationally. But it's it's the ultimate test to be able to actually write and to write a book in a foreign language. That's that's a yeah, great accomplishment know, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, and you've also been doing some teaching, right? You've been doing some workshops. I've been jealous of those things that you've been able to. Yeah. Do. Oh, it's been so much fun. And it is so much fun. So once the lockdowns were sort of done, um, I started to uh, plan workshops. And uh, the first, I think the first workshop I did was uh, in Greece with the Blue Walk. And they are a travel agency who um, uh, um, have like uh, travel trips with an additional uh, art thing. So they invite an artist and the artist will teach every day during the week or however long it is. And that was such an amazing experience to just travel again, <laughs> for one thing. And then uh, with a really fun group of artists uh, in Greece, it was so beautiful there. And, <clears throat> um, and just teaching every day, it was amazing. So I was like, well, if this could be my life. That's pretty I would good. have liked to, yeah. I would have liked to have been there, but I was in a meeting. But um, but we <laughs> originally, we were originally supposed to go on that trip all together, and yes. actually, you weren't going to lead it, but Prashant was going to lead it. We were booked. Yes. JJ was going to come. We were all going to go on this trip mm-hmm. together to Greece, and we were going to go to the different islands and hang out with Prashant. And then yeah. COVID happened, and we had to cancel yeah. it. And then you got the chance to take it over. So that was that was really great. So that's really cool. You've been doing some in Paris too, right? Some other yeah. Things like that. So the Blue Walk, I'm uh, leaving next week for uh, another trip with the Blue Walk to Nice in France. Uh, so that will be really fun again. And um, I have hooked up with Sabine Wisman, uh, who is an illustrator, and we know her from Sketchbook School, of course. Um, and she is also a creative coach, and we have been organizing uh, – the, the we call them the city drawing trips and they are a long weekend 
where we teach workshops. Like the full weekend is all about drawing. So those are really fun and it's really fun to work with her. Those are all, those are all done in Dutch as well. So that's all in Dutch. And then we have a group of 20 people and we split them up. They learn a lot and they're always very tired at the end. Sunday afternoon, they're like, I can't, I just can't anymore. So that's good. We give them everything. They can can rest when they get home. Exactly. It's like you came here to draw. Well, here it is. We're like drill sergeants. Now it's it's really fun. So are you getting busier and busier? Is there a danger that you will now be as busy as you were when you burnt out at sketchbook school? Yeah, I need to be careful uh, that I don't pile up too much because that's, you know, that's when you're a creative person or a maker, there's so many ideas and um, I get really excited about an idea and then I just want to work on it right away. But then there's still like another pile of work that also needs attention. So I'm really careful to plan well and also to just, you know, if I write it down, that this idea won't run away. Um, I don't need momentum for it. If it's really a good idea in a couple of months, it will be fine too. Um so yes, that's uh, that helps me to not overload myself. And I also have like the way I spend my days. I just don't uh, have full working days because I want to uh, take a walk every day for like, you know, I want my 10,000 steps, which is a great goal. And I often get those in. I do. It's more balanced. Well, when I think back to when we first met and we first started working together, which was 2013, mm-hmm. a long time ago, almost. Um, at that point, you had a, a part-time job as in a as a barista, right? And then, yeah, but you were also right. doing you were doing stuff online. You were um, so. How does your life today compare to your life then? I mean, obviously, you've learned a lot. You've done a lot in those years. How do you see that kind of meeting, that connection now between Mm. that version of you before sketchbook school and this version of you after sketchbook school? It, in a way, it does feel like I'm back where I was, you know, teaching online, doing my, you know, I also do these online sessions and I have my Patreon where people follow me, which feels kind of like the modern version of what I did back then. Um, but still it does feel different. I have changed so much, you know, and my life and the way I fill my days has changed so much that I, I can't really compare, but it is kind of true. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm back into a certain groove that fits me well, only I'm doing right. it better. <laughs> I guess. Right. No, I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, I think, I think your your level of happiness is is the most important thing in that. I think. Yeah. Look, I think the people who who, who um, there are a lot of people out there in the world who would like to make art be more important in their life. But I think there's. I think we set ourselves up and we think I can only do one thing at a time, and also we get into a groove where, well, this is what I do. This is what I am. In your case, you know, you could say. Well, I don't know. I, I have this job and I do these things. So give some advice in terms of how to, to look at your life objectively and do that kind of a, an assessment that says, 
I need to make a change and I need to be true to myself. Well, I do think that I have the benefit that I have always been, I have always been, a, uh, I ha always had a freelancer mindset. So working for a company hasn't been something that um, I've experienced really, except for my own company, <laughs> Sketchbook School. Maybe it's a naivety or maybe it's a confidence that things will work out. And if they don't, I can tweak things and then maybe they get better or I can add or I can, you know, and that's, um, I mean, that's what we've been doing together too. Like, okay, like, let's tweak this, let's change this. And then maybe uh, we grow a little bit this way or we can do a little bit more that we enjoy or that people ask for. But the most important thing I think is that you follow your happiness, follow your bliss, follow your gut. Because if you feel like something is wrong, something is wrong, you know, and the only person who can change it is you. Uh, but it's not for everyone, you know, and not everyone has that entrepreneurship in them. But there are ways you can change, even if you don't want to, you know, change your whole life and switch your job. Um, it is all about mindset. So if you are like, I have such a busy job, how can I even do a drawing every day or even once a week? Well, if you really want to, you can make it happen. I mean, you need to just focus and just recently I um, canceled my Netflix subscription. Wow. Mm. <laughs> How much time <laughs> do you then win? There's small things that you can do to make that time for what makes you happy. And we tend to forget that drawing can make, a, make us happy. So we sort of postpone it and we don't put it on the very first uh, priority of, of our list but I think you really should I think that is really the mindset thing like okay make it a priority I think we all can get into a situation where we feel like change is an overwhelming idea it would just be too hard um, yeah. when you're a freelancer you have more control over your life you have, um, you can make certain decisions, but I think for a lot of people, you know, you have a job, you have a family, you have responsibilities, you have the idea of change feels so disruptive and it feels like it will reverberate through everything that you can't even make a small change. And a lot of times making art can feel like that kind of a disruptive change. I think about people who I've talked to who said, you know, if I make art, then I may end up quitting my job or I might end up, you know, my husband might leave me because he doesn't like the idea that I'm making art. There's all kinds of things that you can imagine coming about from it. You would never say, uh, if I go to the gym, this could happen, you know, but when it comes to making art, we can make it feel like, um, you know, it has this power to blow up the world. You took a step in a way reversing that where you said, um, having a job that's all about art doesn't, doesn't make up for the fact that, um, you know, you're still feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling, um, 
confined and not able to make your own decisions. So, you know, it's, it's tough. I think, I think there comes times in our lives where we just have to do that, where we have to make a decision about what is most important to us. Before you know it, your life is done. <laughs> and you haven't done those things that you were curious about and that you wanted to experience. And that's really also something that happened in the past few years. A few important people in my life have um, passed away. And I was like, wow, life is short. You better just, you know, make the best of it. So let's not wait for the right time. You know, the years pass and you're like, mm, I still didn't fill my sketchbook. What happened? Yeah, I think that that's one of the gifts, I guess, that the pandemic gave to the world. Mm, absolutely. Just this reminder, right, that um, that's why so many people are changing jobs or moving to new places or changing how they live because there's mm -hmm. been this reminder that life is short, but also that change happens. I mean, I look at my own life and I think about the dramatic changes that have happened to me. Almost all yeah. of them have to do with somebody, something else outside happening to me, you yeah. know, um, whether it was somebody passing away or somebody moving or something with the economy, whatever it was, there were always changes that I had to react to and do something. I can only think of really one major change I made in my life, which was when I quit my career in advertising was the one time when I said, I'm going to make a change. It's very difficult to decide for yourself to make a change in life, mm -hmm. you know, and you can even the work life, karma, whatever may change you, change your direction mm -hmm. and you can mm -hmm. fight it. A lot of people do. You fight it and you become more and more sort of um, unhappy and out of sorts because of it. And what you did, I think you decided to make a change. And, yeah. um, you know, and I think that that's really, you know, it, it takes courage and, you know, you can end up regretting a, a decision like that or thinking that you'll regret it. In the end, it is important to take control of your life and not just yeah. be uh, blowing in the wind of change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good on you for doing that. Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, I think that that's something that we've always, we've always tried to talk about at Schedule School because art is something that so many people want to have in their life, but they are afraid to, to let in for fear yeah. of what changes it might cause or what it might tell them about themselves. But I think, I have very few people who I've met who regretted it in the end, regretted making art front and center in their life. So, yeah. So has art changed its role in your life since you made this change? Yeah. I mean, I'm still teaching. I, because I just really love encouraging people to, to have this much fun, you know, <laughs> in their lives, even if it's the five minute drawing that you do just before, breakfast and um so i really love that but then there's um more time to draw really dedicated time to draw and i i just i don't want to ever miss that anymore and then there's the painting which is i'm just still really exploring that um i feel very excited about discovering um, uh, 
splashing paint around and combining colors and finding out that, hey, that looks pretty cool, actually. <laughs> you know, that's really fun. And it, hours pass without me even realizing. At some point, I will sit down and look at what I did. And then I feel my legs. I'm like, wow, what's going on? I've been standing for like four hours in a row <laughs> because I stand. That's one of the things, too. I always work in a sketchbook. And so when I paint, I want to, I want to paint big. So I have these huge canvases, and I want to do this, you know, the movement with my arm, just throwing paint. And I can because I have this studio where I have the space for it. And um, that's just I feel like I'm a beginner, and I think that is also part of uh, being an artist that you are always a beginner. Um, I don't feel like a beginner that much when I'm drawing. So learning a lot constantly, that, that's a big part of art in my life right now. Great. Well, do you think you have, um, what are your goals right now? I don't really set like big goals for myself. Um, I I do love teaching, so I do want to do that a little bit more. And um, I need to get my income, you know. I think that's that's basically my goal, doing my own thing uh, while working to get some cash in. Sounds like life as an artist. Also, taking good care of yourself, that's really something that, uh, that has become really important to me, that I just keep an eye on that. And uh, that keeps me happy. And, of course, you still teach at Sketchbook School. Let's not forget that. Yeah. You teach teach as part of Spark. You'll always be part of Sketchbook School. Yeah, um, I wouldn't want to miss that. Kosha is a super sketchbook artist, a great teacher, and a good friend. I strongly recommend her new book, Life is Better When You Draw It. In fact, I wrote the introduction. I'll give details on where to get it in the show notes and in the description on YouTube. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. And remember, visit sketchbookschool.com and claim your free ebook and your monthly newsletter. Our community is always growing, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Art for All.